Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. my god (laughs) this is the most embarrassing moment of my life and i went through middle school looking the way that i did oh my god i'm taking a whole photo shoot called rubber bands bands that make her dance truly (laughs) truly bands make her dance kelly how the hell are you i'm okay i fucking ruined everything i broke our tripod just now i'm doing better than you and you broke my tripod i'm so lit over this poor thing we're about to click record and i snapped it clear off (laughs) so we rubber banded our uh, device to a stick and we're talking at it uh, what's up guys we macgyvered the fuck out of this <laughs> hey <laughs> lady macgyver so um so okay so uh all right so okay so okay this so, is how podcasters start podcasts all right so yesterday i was working at the farmer's market and you're gonna laugh really hard and this i can't wait blind man walked by and of course you know he's blind because he had the stick right and he's across the street and there's a restaurant across the street from me and i forget what the restaurant's called doesn't matter and there's a server or whoever like putting out the the tables and getting ready for like service okay and she sees the man walk by and i don't know if she knows him but he like passes by her and she just starts waving at him and i just personally start laughing because he's blind (laughs) so i was like um you're gonna need to say something to get his attention did he wave back no because he didn't see her (laughs) so this woman saw a man with a walking (laughs) stick that's intended for when you can't see it's like touching the ground for you yeah and i think she might have said something because he eventually turned around (laughs) but i was just like Lady, you did not think that very clearly. You did not think that through. I'm going to need a fucking joint. I'm pissed. We're going to get high, Primero, because Adriana's devastated about my tripod. You know, it was a good tripod. I think it's still usable with this rubber band, (laughs) but I'm not, um, we're not thrilled. Golly. My apologies to the owner. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. It's okay. Hey, I have a funny story to tell you while you light up that J. Please. It's a story you know. Um, Josh and I, you know, we eat dinner. We go to bed. We turn on our Netflix. And pass out. Pull up the covers. And go to pick which account to use on Netflix. I'm (laughs) knowing where this is going. And there's the usual two. Mm -hmm. Wife and Burb. Because those are our two profiles. I'm like the car- the pink Karma San Diego looking sleuth. <coughs> and he's the mustached creepy guy with the aviators. Of course. And then I noticed something that you and I added. <laughs> Tell the people. <laughs> I created a profile called Thruple. <laughs> for our Thruple Live that Josh is 
now aware of. Now thruppling. I've forced him into this relationship. He just goes, oh my god. And I think he likes it. Um, except everything curated is for 13-year-old girls on the Thruple account because all we watched was Tall Girl, yeah. a movie for young adults. Yeah, so we've watched one movie and now Thruple is just this inner child of ours. Wow. I kind of, I kind of like it. Thruple is this inner child. <laughs> That's fucked up. So today, it. we are continuing finishing off the ounce that I bought earlier. So it's still mimosa, still alive and kicking. You love a mimosa. Honestly, it's a great strain, and I'm gonna tell you something, Kelly. I think I'm gonna start jumping on that ounce train. Ounce train is the. Only train. The other trains, they left the station. Like, ten weeks ago, because this is lasting me a long time, and I've, like, gifted some to people as well, and it's still plentiful. It's like... Plentiful. The gift that keeps on giving. And you save money. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to be talking more about how to save money being a conscious cannabis consumer in April. It's going to be... A little bit about being on a budget. Do you like 420? Do you like 710? (laughs) You like weed? We're going to help you. Help us. But right now, it's still March. So (laughs) we're going to tell you about other things. (laughs) (laughs) Just know it's cooking up, buttercup. Mm -hmm. It's in the works. Mm -hmm. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You never know. It's going to explode. Adriana looks really cute today. You guys, I'm feeling like myself more than ever. Can I tell the people how cute you look? Yeah. You're wearing amazing earrings. Amazing. They say wild, child. They're gold. They're hippy-dippy. They were made just for me. Ah, uh, that necklace is... is just for me. Just for you. It's got a moon. It's got turquoise. She's in a long-sleeve black floral romper with little tiny jorts. And she's got what I call astro buns. She got cute little pigtail bunny buns on the tip top of her hip. My hair is finally growing out from my pandemic chop. And I'm starting to feel more like me. I don't know why I ever feel the need to like go pixie style. For some reason, it just like hits me. And I'm like, yeah, I want to have a pixie haircut. And then I do it. And I'm like, fuck, this was a terrible idea. I can't get a haircut for the 10 months. So the in-betweeners are always the worst. Mm-hmm. I shaved a part of my head and everyone said, oh, the grow out's the worst. But really, I would say bangs and other haircuts are actually way, way worse. Way worse. Because yours <clears throat> is so easy to hide. And yes. for me, it's my whole fucking yeah. head. Like my whole head. It's your entire head. It's awful. I had cute bangs two months ago. And Granted, they're still cute, but I trim them all the time. They're just not right, and I need to go in there, and I'm asking for, like, a Farrah Fawcett mullet. Yes. <gasps> it's so in right now, too. I'm loving it. Yeah. You know when your style your whole life becomes popular, and then you get grumpy, but then you're happy, actually, but then you're, you feel weird about it? Yeah, I went to La Loop uh, recently, and La Loop is a vintage store that you, me, and Kendra frequent, and we've been huge fans of. It's a woman-owned company. We've talked about them many, many times, uh, and they sell, like, all vintage clothes, some, like, newer clothes, but mainly vintage, and um, I went there recently kind of in the search for pants, and 
finally, for the first time in ever, I am able to find pants that fit me because we're in a time where like the low rise jean is not in and my body type is not for low rise. Like, at all. Like, I thought I was fat for, like, my entire life until yesterday. I literally think that part of this amazing revolution has been clothes that actually fit you. Yeah. I'm realizing that half the clothes, or more than half, let's be clear, are so fucking uncomfortable that they make you hate yourself. Absolutely. These these stylists were coming out with, with clothes that were only meant for one very specific body type that was clearly on the runway and very clearly in advertising. And never had to bend down or sit once. Absolutely. <laughs> so now, you know, they're coming out with clothes with, like, longer pants for Kelly, so she's never waiting for a flood ever again. My you ankles know, aren't cold. She doesn't have cold ankles. <laughs> you know, I finally have clothes that fit my body size where my waist is significantly smaller than my the rest of my body. So it's like I'm finally able to find clothes. Kelly's finally able to find clothes that fit her. So nice. It's a revolution. I'm sucking this thing down. Me too. I was just going to tell you, I'm sucking this joint down and we needed it because Adriana was a boss lady and helped me rearrange a bunch of furniture. We handled it. We got a really fun latte. And I'm really excited to tell you about this episode's small business. Tell me. Today, I'm here to talk to you about Missy's Etsy shop, Color Your Canvas. She has social media and all the ways to reach her under Color Your Canvas as a yoga teacher with meditation offerings, but she recently has launched products. This is like a pandemic pivot that has been so cool to watch because the energy healing that she provides from her vast experience teaching yoga has translated into her work of items that you can buy and support. So first of all, you need to be looking at the items right now. So etsy.com backslash shop backslash color your canvas. Once you learn that URL, it's really easy to find people. Yeah. Click, click, click and put it on in there. That's with your nails. Yeah. Look, 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 look. It's the same with her Poshmark. So Poshmark.com slash closet slash color your canvas. Wow, See this is works. enlightening. It is so smart to learn it. So she has bath bombs. She has cool. like amethyst gift offerings. She hand makes all of her... Uh, blends that she has on there. There's always different unique kinds of gifts, like she's made keychains, stickers. She also makes logos for people. Oh, that's really cool. They're really like um, bohemian, glittery, intuitive, peaceful, clean aesthetic. That sounds fantastic. How's that description? I love that. I'm seeing it now. It's like Lisa Frank meets Wow. Like the thrift store. Yes. It's like when you're looking at the ocean and it glimmers a lot. It's like sparkling at you. But it's like Mm. I was like, oh. I'm I'm loving this. I'm I'm envisioning it. It's great. So right now one of my favorite things that she has to offer is called the Amethyst Dream Bath Kit. And it comes with just everything you motherfucking need. For bath time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she's a bath princess. She's a Pisces. Oh, fucking A. She's just like. Give me a bath. Give me a water. I'll swim in it. I was going to say Missy Bathtub Quarter. (laughs) So apparently we're also related now. So I love love you, Missy. We love everything she has to offer. And following her as an artist, too, because she always has something different that she's offering, and I love that about her. I love creatives, man. They're Uh, just, like, 
quite possibly the best people on the planet. They just provide so much for the universe, and... We've actually been to one of her full moon workshop ceremonies together. It was a really excellent letting go process. We burned paper. She curated a really... It was fun. Yeah, it was a really cool experience. Wow, I remember that. That was 2017. I remember it. We're just little tiny babies running around. That's when we were in our early 20s, (laughs) mid-20s. Now we're old. I'm straight up. You're 29. Yo, in like one week, I'll be 30? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why I had to say it so drama. I'm like, you're way younger than me (laughs) for at least two more days. (laughs) Like, immediately it will be my birthday. Uh, (laughs) Your birthday might be today. (laughs) I think it's already my birthday. (laughs) Maybe it's tomorrow. Anyway. We'll never know. Are you wondering what this episode's about? Tell me about it. I have so much to say about this topic, so I actually wanted to start the episode a little different. Tell me, because I have, I know what the theme is, obviously, I was aware of this, I'm part of this show, but uh, I knew when I was taking notes for this episode that it was going to be more of Kelly's, like, time to chime, because... We just need to let the audience know what the fuck we're talking about, because I feel like we're being very sneak pants. We're talking about little free libraries today. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, free little libs. We are talking about those (coughs) cute little (coughs) tiny dollhouse looking libraries in front of people's lawns across America and across the world. Can I just say that before you got your free little library, little free library, I say it wrong every time. I did not know what the fuck those things were. I literally, that's the very first thing I wrote down in my notes was, I always saw these like teeny tiny dollhouse guys and people loitering in people's yards. (laughs) And I was constantly like, what the fuck is going on in these neighborhoods? People are just like ransacking these dollhouses, creating... Gregorious yes. storylines. Nope, they're grabbing books, getting smart for free. Reading, bitch. Who knew? So this episode, we're going to talk about what is a free little library, some of my favorite finds in free little libraries, my weekly blog posts I've done for years about free little libraries that I creep around and take pictures of in the neighborhood. There might be a picture of your house on my website. I love that. I also think that it's cool that we're even talking about this to bring to light that this is something that is available to literally anybody. Anybody. You could drive through any neighborhood. Anywhere. Anywhere in America and find one of these little homes. You're not trespassing. This is like a welcome Welcome. mat to... Come hither. Yeah, to come look. And they're all kind of... Well, they're not all themed, but... In my old neighborhood, there was, like, a children's one only, so it was, like, full That's of children's books. common, and I love that. Books, which was really cool. Because then you're, like, if you think about it as a parent, it's like, oh, yeah, you can go down to that kid's library, because I know you're not getting weird porn or... Uh, That's cool. ...Christian manuals. Mm, that's uh, a nice... Uh, so, we'll get into that. I wanted to start the episode with you telling your story of um, my free little library launch party. So I got a free little library. I had wanted one for years and years and years, but you know, I was like, I'm not a homeowner. I don't have a lawn. So I, you know, when you just turn yourself down and you just close off all possibilities. Well, my stepdad made my dreams come true for my 29th birthday present. He built me a free little library and my grandmother who I 
visit frequently forever is not only lives very close to me, but she also has a huge front yard and was very happy to house my free little library. So there's a little bit of the background. I was so excited to get it right before the pandemic hit, Mm -hmm. which was one year ago, the day I took notes for this episode. So it was was February 23rd and I was taking notes for this episode and my phone goes, remember this last year? And it was pictures of my launch party with people breathing air, hugging each other, kissing each other. We were in a crowd. We were in a crowd and Mm -hmm. it was so fun. So I had a free little library launch party and I want Age to just like, how was it? Like, what what do you remember? What did I do? What did I say? I don't remember. I blacked out. So uh, we all met at Kelly's house and I brought my friend Jessica, who's been a friend of mine for a really long time. I think I've known her for over 10 years now. Mind fucking blowing. Um, She came with me and we walked from Kelly's house to her grandma's house and it was like some of Kelly's friends honestly like literal strangers from the neighborhood joined in they saw us having this library ceremony and they're like can I come? Yeah, and we all brought a book from Kelly's collection and we all brought a book and Kelly kind of was just like welcome, welcome like welcome, (laughs) welcome my squires and (laughs) friends and foes (laughs) (laughs) and And she just like talked about basically what she just said talked about how she's been wanting this for a really long time literally since day Juan and she's honored and gracious that we all came about and me in classic Adriana form was stone to the bone stone to the bone and we all put in our books and then we all walked back to Kelly's house where there would be beverages and <laughs> snacks well <laughs> Jessica and I took a wrong turn so in I remember, like, I walk, we walked there with, like, 20-something people. We walked back to the house. And people were leaving. Some were leaving. Mm-hmm. Some just walked back to their car. Some, like, lived down the street. So I wasn't really keeping tabs. I noticed your absence. But I was like, oh, maybe they had to boogie. Like, they just left and, like, hey, want to go, dog? No, we uh, just made a wrong turn. So and 45 minutes go by. And I'm just entertaining guests at my house. Literally the most lost. I had to use my GPS. But let me remind you all, or let you all know, I don't know if I've ever said this. I get lost in a cul-de-sac, dude. Like, I have zero sense of direction. Also, and I, Claremont's really crazy with the streets. They are not yeah, squares. I, they are Paisleys. Yeah, they are totally Paisleys. I'm born and raised in San Diego. Claremont is the most difficult part of town it for is. me. I don't understand it. It's, it's so fucking confusing. It's because it's built on a bunch of hills and canyons, just kind of like Mission Hills and Hillcrest, when you turn down one street and everything's a dead end. It's And you have ridiculous. to drive like five blocks to go. Like You can I see live, the house, but you yes. have to drive all the way around yes. the block just to get to it. It's yes. ridiculous. You drive like six blocks to go across the street for one-way traffic direction. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it's it's gregarious. So we're walking, <laughs> and I'm like, Jess, I really don't recognize any of these houses. I don't think we're on the right How street. So, also, so far, like, back behind the 20 other people that were also walking I don't, back. I don't know. I think I was, like, hot and stoned, and I just... I don't, I don't know. And I thought, like, oh, maybe they went to the car to, like, go get high, or maybe you went to the park, or, no, like, no. Nope. So, eventually, we show up, and everyone's just like, oh, oh my God. where were you guys? Like, we've been looking 
for you. We were wondering where you were, and, and I was like, like, I've been looking for you. I got so lost, I had to turn on my fucking GPS. Dude, it was so funny, because I was, like, sitting in the yard for a while, and then you just, like, opened the gate, and... Hello? You guys are <laughs> you still here? You guys had to pee, too. Yeah, I was like, like yeah, dude, I gotta sweating. pee. I'm dying. It's a you million degrees. Like two miles in, like, like, platforms and, like, really cute bell bottoms. I'll never forget how cute. It's so ridiculous. And you know what's funny is I could see your house. We were on the backside, so we were, like, oh, behind your that's house. A far, that's a far away. Yeah, so I knew where we were, but I didn't know how to get to you. <laughs> and I was like, am I. I gonna climb this fence right now? I live on the... In the crux of a vaginal boomerang mm-hmm. and you have to go around either side of the boomerang to get to me you have to boomerang just to get to your <laughs> you, boomer you literally have to boom the ring wow so that was a really fun thing that i did and i do intend and see myself doing them in the future it's been tough with covid because my stepdad is the one who engineered the um free little library you can buy them prefab but but that's not that cool no it's not and he's great at building stuff but it's just been a hard time to get all the pieces together but i've had five or six different places reach out to me to make free little libraries for them and get them resurrected and so sometimes things take longer than you think they're going to but I know that it's going the way it needs to. The wheels are spinning things are happening. COVID has put a real long halt on many yes. projects. So many people are like, what the fuck is this library? I still don't know what you're talking about. Tell the babes. So first I'll do the historical part and okay. then I'll do the Narnia part. We love the Narnia. Do you see I drew a little guy? Oh my god, it's so fucking cute, you guys. She's gonna, We're going to post a picture of this. It's so cute. So free little libraries were invented by a really cute guy named Todd Ball and in 2009 which was only oh, wow. like 12 years ago that's not, not that, that long it's a new thing okay obviously libraries aren't but these are little tiny ones um in hudson wisconsin he wanted to create a tribute to his late mother she had just passed away and she was a school teacher and a book lover so he wow. made this free little library and it so you can look at pictures of it and it's very dr seuss it has dr Aww. seuss on the sides it's like very much so a kid's library i bet she had a bunch of bunch of kids books too i'm making this up but i love todd i love this this is really cool i had no idea of any of this i'm learning with you all yay and then you can check out uh littlefreelibrary.org that's where i went that's how you know it's good yes (laughs) that org actually you just pay for it isn't that funny wow we could have been a dot org craig or craigslist is a dot org they probably actually have a nonprofit going, but like some people probably just put org because they're assholes and then they make you think like you wow. have to fact check if the org is the org. You know what I mean? Wow. They could just use it. Thanks. For $118, you can buy one. But anyway. Tight. Onto, so, onto so this real org, other things. They have all sorts of things you can do. You do not have to register your free little library. You do not need a permit from any state in the USA to do this. So I could just build a box and put yes. books in it and everyone's like... Cool. Yes, absolutely. But if you want to register it and have people either be able to find it or just have it, is there an app on it? I don't think there's an app. Hmm. That's a great idea, right? Well, and two, I do like the idea of um, 
The hunt. Secret, yeah, the secret hunt, exactly. And so I registered mine because I wanted the plaque and I wanted the whole experience. And um, it, that was the gift from my mom. She registered my free little library. I became a free little library stewardess. Aww. Little and free are interchangeable. Do whatever you want. Because some of them are actually big libraries. Mm-hmm. There's this really cool place in South Park that has a dresser. That's oh, that's and cool. It probably has 200 books. That's it. sick. It's amazing. So I like to document all free little libraries. I'd say about half of them are registered, and then half of them are just people like going for it, just and doing being whatever they want. Cool. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yes. So the website's really cool. They also have a historical book that I'm going to buy myself as a gift. It's twenty dollars, and it's like apparently the history of little free libraries in North America, but now you can find them in 91 countries. Oh my God. So people in Germany buy a free little library registry and it ships out there. Oh my God. So you can log on. That is really cool. You can name your library too. So I believe I named mine Quarter Collectives. I thought of putting my grandma's name, but like she lives right there and like... Yeah, it's we don't need address that. Mm-mm. And stuff. And I also just put a general street kind of like the crossroads because you still have to hunt for the free little library. Yeah. So I'll give you the definition of what it is according to Todd. Okay. And this really resonated with me. The purpose of a free little library is to inspire a love of reading, build community, and spark creativity by fostering neighborhood book exchanges around the world. That is really special. It's really cute, right? That's really special. It's really cute. Tell me about your dream free little library. So, I kind of had a feeling you were going to ask a question like this. So, I think it would be really cool to have a cookbook library. Yes. So, and I know that... We've actually passed one together before. It was suspended from a tree branch in Mission Hills when oh. we went on a stony walk with Kendra. Okay. And I have a picture of us in front of it. Oh, my God. So, who knew? <laughs> um, and Kendra, at her job, they have, like, a little free little library as well, and they put um, cookbooks in theirs. Yes. So, I would either want, like, one that's, like, cookbooks slash, like, books written by you know, chefs and stuff. Like, I would love to put, like, a shitload of Anthony Bourdain's books and, like, stuff like that. Where it's, like, people from the industry or, like, um, that one, like, Tales of a Server or whatever. It's, like, just, like, this wild account account of, like, this guy. So you'd be willing to, like, well, this is your dream library, so you'd buy all your favorite cook-themed books and yeah. put them in your library. Oh, yeah. Or I so just fun. hopefully acquire them. I would love to not have to buy. Well, because other people are as cool as you, so they'll switch them out. That would be cool. I would really like that if it was, like, chef-themed. But I also really like the idea of, like, a comedian-themed one as well, because I really, Ooh, really love... And all their memoirs. Yes, like, like oh. Tina Fey's Bossy Pants is, like, one of my favorite books ever. Wow. And, like, anything by Ch- Chelsea Handler is, like... So comedian memoir. What if we are like a all like lady written books, lady books. Excuse lady me, lady books. That's the best I could do smoking this joint. I like it. I hope you know I meant women. <laughs> I like lady books. Sometimes I just you know you call a woman a little lady, but you mean it in the great most respect. yeah respectful way ever. Yeah, wow, you got my gears going, man. Yes, I can already see yours. I knew it was going to be like cooking themed, but like also, is it black? Does it look like a haunted house? I kind of want it to look like a kitchen. Ooh. What oh my it? gosh, like a little fridge or something? Oh my god. Like <gasps> Use an old mini fridge and make it into a free little library. Like an 
old ass oven. Oh my god, that's such a good way to use ovens. Did we just invent something? This is copyrighted. You, TM, 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 TM. <laughs> <laughs> that might be, so, okay, you would have to pa- paint, outdoor paint on it. Oh, and wow. then maybe replace that seal every so often. What I like that You open the do. little oven door Isn't and there's books. so cute? And Fuck. then you can um, make sure it stays shut by uh, Velcro. A lot of free little Ooh. libraries use Velcro along their doors. Because what if the door blows off? Then at least for wind and rain, someone can wow. stick it back on. So That's I smart. So I highly suggest that. Granted, a little my, latch perhaps? Like a little... Yeah. So I do consider my title of being a stewardess very seriously. I do not just steward my own free little library. Nay, nay. I fill the ones around my community. Oh. I take the trash out of them. Kelly is like number one, like literally. Yes. Okay, let me tell you how great Kelly is. The only reason why Claremont reads books is, is because of me. Kelly single-handedly is teaching the entire community <laughs> of Claremont how to read right now. <laughs> the only reason your children are literate is because of my friend. She <laughs> graciously goes out of her way I'm not joking. Like, I know Kelly's my momager, but I'm Kelly's momager too. Like, graciously <laughs> goes out of her way and drives around Claremont and inspects these free little libraries I and do. makes sure that they are full. And if they are not full, she always has a shitload of books with her and will fill them up. And if they have too many books, like, because you know, sometimes there's too many and they're like all over the place, she'll take them and put them somewhere else. That's right. So. I'll try not to hack it. <coughs> I might not be able to. Kelly's like that. a book fairy. She like literally <laughs> sprinkles knowledge everywhere Thank she you. goes. And it's it's like it a very me so much joy. It's an amazing feeling to be a friend Aww. of yours Thank when you. it comes to like the like sneaky good that you do that no one knows about. Like I love being the BFG, the go- or the Jolly Green Giant, the big friendly giant. You absolutely are my yes. Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> There's a lot of free little library forums out there, and a lot of people talk shit about. Every community has a library where you fill it up, and the next day it's completely empty. Hmm. And a lot of people will be like, well, they're stealing it, they're using it. And I could sell all those books if absolutely. I wanted to, but. I think if someone needs them, they can have them. Like, it literally doesn't bother me. There's yeah. there's one library that I filled every day for probably eight days. Yeah. And it worked great for me because I had a ton of books. And you just got to get rid of them. Yes. And it it's an, in front of a church, so I know that they also have a preschool there. So I'm like, maybe they needed to fill up their shelves. So that's their library. Yeah. And I don't feel an ego attachment with it, and you shouldn't either. So I've never had vandalism issues or much trash. Maybe, like, if you think about finding litter and someone put the litter in the library, Library, it's kind of better than it's staying on the street. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes there's snacks inside the library. Yes. Sometimes there's like a I've, like I've put snacks like crackers, like mm-hmm. you know, non super perishable things. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's a really interesting way for the community to be involved with each other while yes. also being anonymous. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you can just kind of put like some canned canned goods yes. inside there. That would be awesome. I would love to also have a free little library yes. of like non perishable items. I definitely stick things in mine every so often. I would put pasta sauce in it. How cool to do a community fridge. Yeah, absolutely. I would love. There are community fridges. It's like a thing. And like, it's plugged in. I actually, (sighs) if I owned a home, I would 100% 
plug so in this, like, a refrigerator fairy garden with mm-hmm. a plugged in refrigerator and a oven that's yeah. cute for a library and you would 100% walk it walk up to the fridge and there would be like fruits and veggies oh fucking gosh, non-dairy milks like things yes. that people can't afford eggs yes. and like they can come and get it like that is one of my dreams feeding feeding the world is part of one of my dreams i'm so proud we're doing an episode on this because we will make these things happen so i wanted to record a timestamp because Five it's years right ago, I never thought I'd have a library because I was like, oh, boo-hoo, I don't have a home. And then someone gifted it to me. And then already it's been a year since I got my own free little library. And what did that cause me to do? Be a steward to five or six of them that are, like, walking distance from my house. What did that lead to? You know, and mm-hmm. it just kept opening just these doors. Effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a sign from the universe, from the gods, when the pandemic hit there was a lot of not fun things going there are very few great things going on from like march 17th to like march 31st and one of the things i hated was that the library was closed yeah and there are ways to get library books uh there's actually an app called libby l-i-b-b-y you put in your library card number you wait in a queue for audiobooks but they're free that's cool so what you do is log on put like 50 books in your queue that you've been wanting to read once you find a few you'll know i kind of like that it's an audiobook too you can kind of just like go back yes. your day and you listen. get it for two weeks you get two audiobooks for two weeks that's cool it's really great wow i never knew that so hmm. until you figure that out what are you gonna do everyone could not go to the library in the united states of america and a lot of people surprisingly still yes. very much so use the library my very good friend uses the library i used to use day. it a lot in high school and like middle school we were at the library Same. I have such great memories of the Mm -hmm. library and thinking of it closing and the whole library experience made me very sad and people truly were using the free little Mm -hmm. library so that was so cool like my first month of having it people were in there using books dropping off books and I got really into certain books and would read them and take them out and get more Mm -hmm. of the same author or that sacred thread of books if you're a reader then you know how cool it is when you've been wanting to read something and you just and it just find appears. it in a free little library oh that is so freaking cool man that leads me to our next segment tell me the best books that i have found in free oh tell me i'm so excited okay so the first one is called the guernsey literary and potato peel society I'm already loving this. People call it the Potato Peel Society book. This is the book that every English teacher should have their high school students read over the summer. Mm. And they probably already do. I think there's a movie remake. I'm not interested. I was captured by the name alone. And I didn't know that it was a very popular book. I would say at the time that I read it, it was as popular as like Where the Crawdads Sing and Into the Wild. Okay. All these books that have been trending. Yeah. And Josh and I were at a trailer park in uh, Lassen Volcanic National Forest up near Mount Shasta, and we were doing laundry wow. in the laundry room, and they had a free little library. That is so neat. And I had books to give. I had just finished Maeve. I remember everything, you guys. I had just finished like three or four Maeve Binchy books, which is an Irish author okay. that we read in high school, Circle of Friends. Oh, yeah. And I didn't read all those books. Oh, I love Sorry. Them. And then I read them all. I read like, And I got this 20%. book. It's the only book I've ever sat and read all in one sitting. 
Damn. Just straight up maybe three, three and a half hours. I fucking full. That makes me really happy. It. it was so good. And in tried and true fashion, I gave it away at the next one and got more books. That's so cool. It's really good. It's written in like letters to people. <gasps> I love that. You're gonna love this book and I <gasps> will find one for wow. you. Wow. I haven't so I haven't dove deep into a good book in a while. One, I have zero time. Two, I kind of get sleepy if it's not like interesting yeah. enough, and that really drives me crazy because my ADD is. Can I send on flag. you home with like two books to like stare at? <coughs> I'd love that. Even if you don't read them, everyone knows that you borrow books, and sometimes you never mm-hmm. read them. But um, I have a few that like took me away to I'd Narnia like that. pants. I have. You know how a couple episodes ago I mentioned I don't like finishing TV shows because I just mm. like don't want that ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a book, my Anthony Bourdain book, The Medium Raw. Yes. It's the last book he wrote before he passed, and I've only read half of it, and I refuse to finish it. It's been on my nightstand for years now, R.I.P. I totally know that feeling. And wow, that's so he's, special. He's, like, one of the reasons why, like, I'm a chef today. Like, I am, I was so blown away just, like, by the way he, I don't want to say romanticized uh, the 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 cooking world because it wasn't romantic or beautiful or anything there's a lot of at all like there's a lot of like you know there's a lot of drug use there's a lot of late nights there's a lot of um literal verbalization of like just being yelled at by your chef like i've experienced all of those things and um yet he still found the beauty in Mm -hmm. in the world the cooking world i mean and he also you know, eventually had his TV show where he traveled the world and ate all of these beautiful and amazing things from places that you or I could never go to because he's, like, mm-hmm. literally in the middle of the jungle at this, like, teeny tiny little colony. I literally just tagged oh, that picture. Oh, my God. I, what year was that taken? Uh, 2018. Yeah, I, I have not. your birthday. I have not read <clears throat> any more of that book since 2018. I have a hashtag. It's quarter collective books where you can see a picture of Adriana reading this book when we lived together in a hammock in our backyard. You can't tell it's me, but it's me. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. You're actually the only person in this hashtag that's reading a book. (laughs) There's one time where I went on a walk with Kendra and um, I love suspended free little libraries. Me too. So I do something called free little library Fridays where I take a picture of my favorite one I've seen that week and I just write about why I liked it, what book I got out of it or what I put in it or just cool. general notes and I've been archiving them for a long time. I think I've photographed and discussed over 35 or 40 of them. That's and I amazing. I love it and I will definitely make like some sort of coffee book, coffee table book or something. Like That would be a really cool book. Would you enjoy that? Yes. With all my quirky detail. The thing is, is like, do I need to get permission from these people? I don't think so. I think it's just like a public thing. They're already public libraries. That's what I was thinking. But I think you're all right. I'll look into it. Wow. So the second book series that I found, it's very popular. You'd recognize it if you see it. The author is Sue Grafton, yeah. and it's the Alphabet Mystery series. Mm-hmm. A is for alibi. B is for burglar. I remember when you were telling me about yes. this. They're so good. I've been wanting to get to them. I've had a lot of people suggest to me. It's about a character who literally 
is a badass beach that does whatever the fuck she wants and she's quirky herself. She lives she likes small things, so she lives in a tiny house and she Cute. drives a tiny car. She's very routine. She likes is to go Lydia? on a run every morning. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and she's a private a PI. Cute. And we just love everything about her. She eats uh, pickle and peanut butter sandwiches. Wow. In every bu- so buckle up buttercup for wow. twenty six pickle. Buckle up. Pickle butter sandwiches. <laughs> um, but they take you away quickly. They're really easy to come by. So I read them out of order. You, it doesn't matter. It's like a Friends episode. You can just pop one on. Great. And so I've read, like, Emmons for Murder. I've read um, the first two. And then I've gotten S. T, T is for trespassing. Oh, my God. So every time, Are these children's <clears throat> books? Nay, nay. Okay, so they're not for children they're teaching adult, them how to murder. Adult Nancy Drews. Cool. Yes. All right, all right. So those are my two faves that I have found in libraries. Those are solid. And I keep finding the Sue Grafton ones, which are really fun. Cool. And it, it, every time I find one, I'm like, oh, yeah, finish. finish what do you think? Pick a letter. What do you think Z would be? Oh, isn't it like zeitgeist or like i want to google it what do you think it is zapper z is for zigzag for zigzag let's see well i remember in middle school did you ever have to like do your name and then like use words that describe your name like that describe yourself by using the letters of your name but you had to do your first and last name let me remind (gasps) you i have three z's in my last name Sue Grafton's death means no Z finale. Oh my god! Fuck, she died. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, it's okay. Sue! We'll never know. We're gonna have to write the Z book. We will. How did you ask that? And it's the one that hasn't been written, you spidery, sneaky, spooky bitch. I always. I'm the only person in the world that cares about the letter Z because there's so many in my life. I'll take you back to where you were. Well, I have three Zs in my name. There's so many Zs. So. That's three more than I have. (laughs) It's three more than necessary. But it's like. (laughs) Well, three is my lucky number. There's three, this is wild. Three Z's in my first name, three E's in my middle name, and three A's in my first name. And my birthday is the third month of the year. Wild. So I couldn't find Z words to to describe myself. And you had to think of three of them. Okay, what does zealous mean? Because that comes to mind. Like, uh, Like overzealous. So like... Well, what, that's what I think of when I hear what is that, zealous. Overambitious, maybe? Like over, yeah. Like overly dramatic, perhaps. But I so use. not great. Uh, yeah. Okay, Zoloft. I think, not great. Still not great. I think I use zesty. Oh. Which oh, is a great one. I'm very really, zesty. That's. You've had time to refine that Z. And I've also that. used zeal, which I don't okay. remember at the time, like right now, what it means. So I'll. I'll great housekeeping it for you. And perhaps? I'll look up zeal. Maybe zeal and zealous are the same. But I can't remember what the third oh, one. Zealous was. means having or showing zeal. <laughs> I hate that. Okay, we need to now look up what zeal means. I d- okay. Don't you all hate that when you Google like ambitious and it'll be like to have ambition. And you're like, but what is ambition? Okay, great housekeeping is happening in <laughs> three, two, every one. Word and see. It, honestly, it's great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or objective okay that's so, yeah. kind of me passion do you see love do you see where the struggle comes in when you have to find all of these words to so describe yourself zealous zesty and, and zealish whoa that's a word i just made up i had the, oh, <laughs> zebra 
Hannah Zebra. I had a hyphenated last name because my parents were separated. So I had 17 letters to fill out. When you took standardized testing and you had to like bubble fill your last name, I did not put my whole name. I put the first name, a hyphen, and then half of the second word until you run out of squares. That's that's just what you do. Just that's so you run out of squares. Insane. Yeah. That is terrible. ridiculous. This world was not meant to hyphenate last names. I love that people keep whatever the fuck they want with their names, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the the administrative side of the world has not been built they to give accommodate. zero fucks. Oh man. If you do or don't put it in a hyphen, you're a credit card fraud. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that must be dude. <clears throat> We got too much government. There's too much control. Let us have all of our names. All of them. That's crazy. (laughs) That's insane. Oh, my God. Okay, tell me more about libraries. Oh, my gosh. Are you loving it? Yes. Okay, so next I want to talk about my favorite features of free little libraries that I've seen before. And then that kind of shapes, like, my dream library. I hear the music now. Treehouse library, <gasps> and I want it to have like stained glass. I think we have to buy a fucking compound dog. We gotta go. We're gonna go. So the first thing I'll say that makes me the most crazy is if you're going to get a free little library, you need to put a proper door on it because if all of those books get wet, ruined, and moldy, you up. have done the antithesis, which means the opposite <laughs> of what a free little library is all about. If there's gonna be a storm and you don't have a door, get your lazy ass up and take the books out of the library and put a wait trash for the bag storm. on it yes wow look at you thinking Great. you don't even have to move anything you got a fucking bag yo and so don't just take your old kitchen cabinet and leave it on the curb slightly slanty through 10 rains and then put your old great housekeeping magazines in there no you need to ethically get rid of both of those things in a different manner yes so my one thing i'm a stickler about is the door you need to have it should close it should close it should be waterproof it should be hopefully transparent so you're not like opening it and you there's a dead body in there like people <laughs> like to see what's going on yeah or like a half window or like you know like, what about a sliding glass door oh my god so freaking cute <laughs> I love your idea. Put in a sliding glass door into your free little library. Okay. First, put in a stove and then put in a fridge. So Why not a slider? just build a fucking house? I think I know a guy. <laughs> I think I know a guy. Okay, so the first thing I wrote was what you said, which is a themed free little library. My dream. I have only seen, um, like, cooking and cookbooks, okay. both in uh, the Olive Baking Company and on our walk. Got it. I'll show you the blog post so you can look at pictures of you smelling roses. <laughs> I'll be like, wow, I totally remember this day. I we was... have orange, like, aviators on, and I was house-sitting, and we did yoga in the backyard, oh. and you paid me. You paid me to do yoga. Wow. And then we walked through the neighborhood this smelling roses. This was a long time ago. Kendra's talking, like, eight cats in the street. Oh, my God. It was definitely more than four years ago. Wow, I remember this. Like, but it was yesterday. We need more themes. Like, I want murder mystery theme oh, in a haunted yeah. house. And like that doesn't look good in front of my grandma's house. So I'm working on it. So can we have like a black house or like a creepy yes. Adam's family I'm going to try. House? I'm all about the build. You know, the Sims girl over mm-hmm. here. So I'm in a dollhouse. I want a poly pocket one that's like <gasps> open and has different rooms. Oh my god, I love it and it's so like much. Um, okay, I love a kid's step. 
It is a step for kids or just any height person to mm-hmm. use to get up in there. Because they're usually taller and little kids can't even see. They can't. And then you got to hold your baby all weird. That's dumb. No. Put in a step if you can. I like seeing those. Or put it on, like, lower <clears throat> to the ground. Yes. But not yeah. too low so dogs don't pee on it. Correct. You got to find that right height. Think if you were in a wheelchair or in a stroller, if you can't reach it. Maybe, Make it accessible. Maybe a little steppy poo. Hmm. What about when it's suspended it has a pulley system oh my god that's so cute so you can lower it down lower yeah. so that it's accessible to all your friends that's so cool so you need to think about those things because since this is like a communal public thing with no regulations you have to regulate it and you do you like you get to be as creative as you want to be just be inclusive and accommodating wow um that this is kind of a tangent but if you get books that you don't like you can properly dispose of them you're gonna get books you don't like and you want to burn them and put them in the trash but this is Um, not fahrenheit 451 we do not burn so either drop them off at a goodwill bookstore which Mm -hmm. they have in every city everywhere and if you've never heard of it google it because you're gonna find one behind your local sprouts Mm -hmm. there also are book drop-offs everywhere open your eyes Put them in a different free little library, or if they're religious affiliated, take them to the church free little library, yeah. which is what I do. I get a lot of Christian books, and it's it's my free little library. So I steward them to the church where they will be appreciated mm-hmm. and read. Like, I'm talking chicken noodle soup for Jesus Christ's soul books. <laughs> I get a lot of those. Price. And I get a lot of... I just send them on. Oh, Ooh. I just slap them on over. <laughs> so, okay, next thing I've seen that I like. A leash slash bag hook. Ooh. So if you got your dog, just hook it on so you can, like, look. I am into that. You're, like, setting their bag on the wet grass. Nary a person. And you're trying to put your book in your bag. Like, if you're actually using the library, you have something to give and you have something to take. So you actually need this hook. I am loving this. Yes. Wow. Also, this is a Kel tip. If you don't have a book to exchange, just take the book anyway, and one day in the future, give a book back to any free little mm-hmm. library. Just think of it like that. Yeah, don't ever feel um, like you can't take a book just because don't you don't have anything. Reading. Yeah, <gasps> no, definitely take a fucking book. Just take one. And if you can, go back and fill it. If you never go there again, which happens a lot in travel, I found a phenomenal book in the post office in Lake Tahoe at their free little library. I couldn't give them one. I didn't have one to give, but I gave 750 of them (laughs) to my one across the street. So So, I made up for it. Oh, and the last thing is my own touch, which I add to my own, which is bookmarks. mm -hmm. So I do like a vertical business card right now because bookmarks are kind of expensive. But you can make your own bookmarks too, and I have a laminator, so it's a goal. So I made vertical um, business card-looking things that say Quarter Collective Library on one side, and then on the other side it says Reading is Dreaming with eyes wide open. I love that. Oh my god, that's so cool. It's also kind of free advertising for yourself. It is. So to this to this Karma San Diego website on accident. That's so <laughs> crazy though. Like if you think about it, if you own like a little small business or something, you could put a sticker. Yeah. If you're a local artist, like if yeah. my friend Jared were to put like yes. have one at his, you know, future home or whatever and he yes. puts his own stickers, like I know that it's like doing these things that cost money but like ultimately it could 
it could make you it, money yeah, in the and future. And it came out of my joy budget. It mm-hmm. wasn't even just an expense like toilet paper. It was like, yay, I get to design on Vistaprint. You can get like 500 business cards for like 10 bucks. Yeah. Super simple. And if you can't, making them is really fun. But I have a laminator. So I've been thinking about doing like handmade bookmarks. You know, I'm talking like mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire, like mm-hmm. 2000 bookmark. I love. But those are my favorite features and touches that I have seen. I am <clears throat> loving this. I am actually inspired to have one. Like Yay. it's it. Ever since you got yours, I have been wanting one. Like, very much so. Would your parents be down to put one in their yard? Probably. Let's start asking people we know that have houses. Yeah, if you got a house and you want a free little library, commission us and we yes. will help you. Yes. That's the biggest thing is the the funding. I kind of like the idea of you making a free little library to match your house too. So I have some like carpentry skills to get down. But let's say you just, you're an Ikea bitch and you just want to buy one. You can. You go to the littlefreelibrary.org website and there's kits that you can put together with your kids or like with you on your own. And you can buy bright red ones or kind of like old schoolhouse looking ones. They're $369. Okay. And they're waterproof and everyone gives really good reviews. And once you see it you'll recognize that that's the one that like that's elementary like schools buy and like okay a lot of people buy it and then you can still paint it and mm-hmm. decorate it um so i think that's a pretty good price point for like you're trying to buy like a group gift mm-hmm. for your mom and it's a good one i think this is really cool i also think that i don't know like we started this episode we're pretty mm-hmm. macgyvery like i feel yeah. like you'd find a crate somewhere and then yes. a crazy roof like i feel like yes. it would just like appear out of nowhere and we'd manifest all of the materials i have a crate picture one up on the hashtag quarter collective books this person made them out of a milk cart and then they just take the books out um when it rains day. he literally no it's just, like it's his ritual he puts different books out every single day and that's and, so cool like he puts out his flag in the morning and then takes down the flag and the books in the evening Aww. and i literally do check them every day because i'm curious about traffic mm-hmm. i'm not gonna put a camera in my damn library yeah that's weird. and they're not in front it's not in front of my house so i check to see like what's moved who took what what's been there for a while these things interest me greatly wow that's really cool. It's been a fun-ass episode. I had a neighbor growing up who had the craziest pool ever. But he, and like the neighborhood kids, it was like a really small cul-de-sac. There was like 13 houses, if okay. that, on the cul-de-sac. And he he was my next door neighbor i was in the middle like our house was in the middle and he was my next door neighbor on my right side's grandpa okay so um he put out a flag every day to let the kids come and use the pool wait that's so cute it's the pool i learned how to swim in and this is so cute so he's like i want people to enjoy this community pool so when the flag's up yeah you can come over Mm -hmm. so his side door like there was like this little entrance to come through he had like a little outhouse let me tell you it was like going back in time this backyard i'm not kidding you it was like the wild wild west the the whole backyard had like just like stuff 
everywhere. There was like a coffin full of toilet paper. There was like sand murals everywhere. There were swing chairs. There was an old vintage desk. There were typewriters everywhere. I'm not making this us up. Horseshoes all over the place. There was a missile in the backyard. Oh my god! And then the pool itself had two platforms on either side, and on the shallow end, so you climb up the ladder, get to the platform on the shallow end side, you pull this, like, pulley system, and it had um, a bar, and you would trapeze across the pool. I'm not no. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> this is the pool I grew up in. Like, I learned how to swim at two years old how to in this pool. And she was a synchronized swimmer. <laughs> so if that tells you anything this, about this Narnia This place, is why. She actually got abducted by a fucking alien. Yeah, like, <clears throat> by three years old, I'm, like, pulling the system by myself, <laughs> swimming into this 10-foot deep pool but on the opposite side was a water slide and then another platform and then a barrel like a wine barrel on top so it was like two stories high and we would jump from the barrel into the pool and there were like ropes and like things we can swing off of like it was crazy like I must find a picture I know I have pictures somewhere but it was the what we all had birthday parties there like family members of mine would have birthday parties there what made you think of him his weird shit in the yard like the flag when you mentioned the flag and I was like Flag. I love it. I love knowing what like laced the memory. Yeah, I love flags as like they're used for their intended purpose of being a symbol. Yeah, absolutely. So it I was think like it's really neat. We would constantly like I would start my day as a child and yes. like hope like hope for the moment that yes. he put the flag out. Like as soon That's as the flag so was out, cool. like it was. I would love to do something like that for my community too. Like, oh, we have the flags come over for dinner, or that mm-hmm. means I have cookies, or like there was always snacks something. out. Literally, always snacks were out. This was like so cute all the time. Snacks, beverages. There was an outhouse, so we weren't like wet walking through the house. Like it was wild. I need yes. to find some pictures. It was a really really I cool experience. To. Now my my friend married my cousin. Which is the craziest part. My friend married my cousin, who wow. helped you with diabetes earlier wow. uh, last year, wow. and um, she lives in that house now. Full mm-hmm. circle. She lives in the crazy psycho platform house? Mm-hmm. They tore all, it all down, because it was like made out of wood and like had termite damage, because it was like 40 <laughs> years it old. Is, yeah. Oh, my God. So you have like access to the photographs of this psycho. Oh, Ruby absolutely. Crazy oh, house. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I love, um, a lot of people do portable libraries, so I'm thinking of this flag vibe of it's just available for a little bit, and then you pull it back down. Mm-hmm. We actually drove past it. It's that library. It's like four shelves of books yes. in the driveway, mm-hmm. and this cute old couple just rolls it out in the morning. They put oranges out. They That's put, cool. like, whatever, and they reel it back. That's really I cool. actually don't stop there, because I can tell they're community chatty cappies and i need to like have my coffee and be in a mood to Mm -hmm. be a nice lovely creature and typically i enjoy the solo experience i'm on a solo hike listening to my podcast maybe walking a dog and then all of a sudden i find a library and it's so fun so i like the um parking in random neighborhoods and looking for them which is what i did last friday and they're literally everywhere like everywhere some people would say aren't there enough oh my god another one yeah, yeah. another one Welcome another to one reading, bitch dj khaled's in the right. house <laughs> dj khaled i had one DJ final Kelly. thought tell me i forgot to tell you tell me when constructing your free library 
I want people to have the horizontal shelf that's really low to the bottom so you can put big coffee table books or magazines in mm. it because most people don't build it to fit the big books and then they get all weird crammed in there. And, they, and you need to have a big book. You know, you guys know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a little shelf, a little skinny long shelf at the top or the bottom to slide in magazines or yearbooks. Or like, you know, donate your yearbook. <laughs> donate really. your yearbook. There should be, there should be like a sign-in sheet or something. Like, you should have to like uh, sign it. That's kind of why I have the business cards. Do you remember that Where's George stamp that would be on a dollar bill mm-hmm. and you could like track where the dollar mm-hmm. bill's been? I would love that with the books. Have you ever been geotagging? Before I've seen, I've been to the tag, but I had I had no when idea you, what was going on. When you geotag, there's usually a piece of paper in association with whatever yeah, you're finding that you sign cache, and you sign away. and you sign it, and you're I like, Adriana was here. There used to be one at the top of uh, North Fortuna in Mission Trails, ah, and it's gone now. There used to be one. Me and my cousin years and years and years ago used to geotag. And it was what if really I put cool. One in the library, that'd be so fun. It's like so Pokemon Go, alert. but real life. Wow. So I think we need to have a Karma San Diego mystery suspicion. Ooh. Uh, free little library. I'm into the suspicion. It has like all Nancy through. Go. Boxcar Bobsy Twin Boys. <laughs> And the Berenstein Bears. The Berenstein Bears. It's been real, y'all. Um, where can you find us, Kelly? Karma SD Podcast. Where we post hilarious things. Of our family. And adorable things and relatable things. We've got a website. We've got an Instagram. We've got an email. And I think we're going to start collaborating with people pretty soon. Yo. People are knocking on our doors. Literally. They were like... Hey, ladies, and we were like, hold on, we're very busy, but we'll get back to you in a minute. Don't worry, we have to have a meeting first over this business opportunity. Yes. So, uh, thank you for tuning in. I would really love it if someone, like, listened to the podcast and then was really interested in us being a sponsor versus their liaisons just finding random people and copying and pasting the same message to every that would be single... a nicer. Because that's, that's how we're finding the companies that we talk about. Like, when mm-hmm. we advertise small businesses, we don't, like, Google and say, fuck, let me just find some random No, help. this is all, like, word of mouth or experience. And, like, like, literally people we know. Yeah. Like, our Get out there, it. y'all. Yeah. Get so, on out. So I see these opportunities, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, but you sent that to, like, every podcast in the in world my followers mm-hmm. feed. So yeah cool. when i get a text message from you kendra and my friend skylar all at the same time and you're all saying did you get a message from this company and i my not your nana's profile will get the same message yes. our karma san diego and my personal and i'm like you're being lazy what the hell you're being lazy it's not a, just a numbers game y'all <laughs> it's not all right we love you goodbye forever goodbye Until next week, probably.